Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Bob Miller of the Los Angeles Kings. You're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the King's Round presented by Guys in Short Sports. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. And just like the week before, we went 2-1-1 one, one last week. And at time of recording, the Kings are in third place. It's a good sign. With a 40-27-7 record. And just like the rest of the month, we won every other game. It's ridiculous. We started off by clipping the Red Wings. Then after the loss to the Devils, we all signed the petition to stop the Saturday afternoon games. LAKingsChange.org. Yep. So uh, go ahead and sign that, see if we can't get something done. And then we squeaked out a wild one in Minnesota. But then we ended the week by getting Winnipeg by the Jets. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, so that <laughs> happened. I am Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. hey Still got a winning record. That's true. That's true. Very true. Jordan Heckman. Just go ahead and copy and paste our record from last week. Yeah, right. And Michael Timoney. We're going to the playoffs. Wow. Is it happening? Agreed. Wait, is, TSN it's been, says 68% it is. Is this the fourth week that uh, he's been on and he's already spitting out rainbows and butterflies? Uh, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. Because we don't have a hate couch. That's probably a good thing. It, yeah, maybe. We're just gonna be rainbows and butterflies till the season ends. Here's the difference: the flagship show they go year round, right? Yeah. So they have to have highs and lows. We're gonna go rainbows and butterflies all the way over the cliff, right? And then we just don't the do anything. Stop, and then we're just gonna be quiet for two months, <laughs> right? So like, if they're lucky, yeah. So, <laughs> so we got uh, draft to cover. We got other stuff to yeah. cover. No, we got some fun stuff happening this uh, summer. So, well. Back to clipping those Red Wings. I like that one, Dennis. That was good. It was all right? Yeah. yeah. All right. It wasn't great, but it's yeah, Hey, you know what? The, there's, there's only so much material to work with. It'll do. Oh. Whoa. Hey. boom. <laughs> we'll get to that soon. Kopitar <laughs> had a huge night recording a power play goal and three assists. He's got a huge what? Night. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was involved in all four goals, which is pretty bitchin'. That's pretty rad. Yep. Takes him to 29 on yes. the cusp of... Thirties. Quick, did you have to do the math in your head real quick, right there. Yeah, I did. No, I was just like <laughs> yeah. building, like oh, the pressure's building oh. up like a volcano, and just like, oh, okay, thirty. You're kind of red, like one. Oh yeah, it's a scotch. <laughs> was the pressure building up because your wife was gone for twelve days? That could also be part okay. of it. Perfect. Wow, got thanks, it. Thanks for coming over. <laughs> wow. Oh, Winnipeg. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party. 30 minutes later. <laughs> oh, shit. Quick had a light night, only seeing 21 shots, stopping 20 of them. Ledoux scored his third goal of the season. Uh, the Kings are something like 6-3 and three with him in the lineup, so I don't know what's going on. He needs to be in the Who lineup. gave us more. that stat? Uh, the Kings reign. The Kings reign. Yeah. Our great buddy. stats. Yep, yeah, that, that is a great is stat. Is he our stat guy? Uh, he's better no, than our stat guy. he's better than our stat guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Red Rings are trash. I have that here. And, is it uh, in your notes? Yep, it is. I was trying not to say it. <laughs> uh, they were on their longest win drought since 1986 after this game. Ooh, That's really bad. 
Remember the Red Wings used to be good guys? That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, to this point, the Kings have scored 90 of their 205 goals in the third period and own a plus 36 scoring margin in the third as well. Is that too. almost half the goals? Yeah, it is almost half the goals. Holy hell. And uh, I think it was on Cohen's podcast, they mentioned that Kopitar is the best third period player in the league. I think he's the best player on the Kings for every period. Well, hot take on that one, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Back to you. That was in my notes. That is- <laughs> it said, in my notes, say something just from, absolutely from, pointless. From 2008? From <laughs> 2008. <laughs> I really do like that. Wow, podcast James is a dick. He is. He really is. No, that's three whiskeys. That's two and a half. It just brings out, just emphasizes the. I just like how it says, like when you were talking, it sounded natural, but you actually have written in your notes. And the Kings are something like six and three. Like I thought. (laughs) I didn't know you were reading it word for word. <laughs> That's because I, I, I couldn't find the stat. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I, I've seen people do this before. There's something like that. I'm Ron good. Burgundy. No, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Go Diego. Oh, that's one. Nope. <laughs> is that our first one? That is. Yeah. It took eight minutes of recording before we got to our first F-bomb. Nice. Wow. We're getting better. That's pretty good. <laughs> you said that's pretty good. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> So tit for tat. <laughs> you said tit. <laughs> but up, but up. I couldn't think of what it was. <laughs> well, back to that F-bomb count. Um, fuck Saturday afternoon games. No, I think that doesn't even count. No? I think you're good with that. Okay, right? perfect. Because everyone oh, it doesn't feels count the same as an F-bomb. I get it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, a, when a petition gets created to get rid of afternoon games, right? It, it's allowed. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck them. Nope, that that might be, that one doesn't count. Yeah. That, one, that one, yeah, yeah. you yeah. gone too far. Jesus okay, Jordan. now now we're up to two. <laughs> Got it. Kids listening. The Kings outshot the Devils nineteen to four in the first period, but Jesus. they allowed two goals on just those four shots. Pretty bad. Keith Kincaid, the Devils goalie, is 2-0 <laughs> against the Kings and has not allowed a single goal for LA. That's which is good. ridiculous. That's not good. We yeah, got to fix that. That's, yeah, that's not good. Uh, hopefully we don't see them in the Stanley Cup Finals, like Brandon said. Yeah, Brandon did say we'd yeah. see him. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also said yeah. we'd beat him in four games. So we're going to make uh, this guy, what's his name? That means Keith Kincaid's Kincaid. going to get hurt. Yep. <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> Hot take. Maybe and, a uh, Toby accidental yeah, slide uh, <laughs> into the goal. He's gonna go up and say, "What's up, Tobias? <laughs> you're in. What's up, <laughs> Coach? You want me hey, to blow an edge? Give give him a what's up." Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it, Dowdy! Uh, he made a sloppy pass while on the power play, causing a turnover to Michael Grabner, who sounds like a pedophile with that name. That, that's not in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. You're right. Uh, who scored on a short? Who scored a short-handed goal? Uh, this is actually the Kings' first shorty allowed given up all season. Really? That's yeah. actually uh, impressive. That is pretty impressive. I think it's the Hurricanes or the Panthers. I always get those two mixed up. Are the only other team that have hasn't allowed a short-handed goal Damn this season? It. Yeah. The Kings failed to capitalize on all four power play opportunities they had in the first period, including the 58 seconds of five on three play that okay they but they've always been awful on a five on three that's i feel true. like that's a disadvantage that's for true us. but it still looks really bad well it's because all they like to do is pass and yeah. then the, the other team just gets to stand there for the entire length of the the power play and rest yeah because they're just going to pass it around them but the problem, they, problem was we i thought we discussed we weren't gonna have any more first period games at home at least <laughs> well yeah if, if you can see we didn't show up in the first period again yeah that that yeah. memo didn't go out Nope. I, I think you forgot to press send. I'll fix that for next week. On to Monday? Can we just forget about that game? Because we don't yeah. really want to count it. Moving yeah. on! Moving on! Ah, the wild, the wild, the wild. Start of our back-to-back. The Kings started off hot, going up 2-0 to start the game. Then they gave up the lead in the waning minutes of the game. However, oh. Brown came up with 47 seconds left to tie or to yeah, sorry, to tie it in the third. Yeah. Pretty awesome. That was okay. First of all, that shot by Dowdy, how he, well, the, I mean, he took that all off balance because he was going the other way, saw the lane open up, and then leaned back to make that shot and still got all of it. Yeah. And then Brown to just 
tip that in with the shaft. That was great. Whoa. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's funny that the Kings did did start it off in the last minute of the first period, and then and then uh, the Wild come back and tie it in the last minute of the second period, which you could kind of feel it happening. You felt the breakdown happening, and then the inevitable does happen. Breakdown. Oh, no? do they have a McFlurry minute or something? I don't. think No, so. I think they just saw how Jonathan Quick played. I think they uh, live McFurry life. I think they uh, saw how quick he was playing Parise <laughs> shot, a lot. Yeah, and it was just god awful okay. positioning. Well, Carter had another clutch game, scoring two goals, included the game winner with 34 seconds remaining in overtime. Does he count on a 30 goal pace? No, no, it didn't count for Aginla either. So yep, nope. it did. No, I counted it last year. You counted it. No one else did. No, I'm counting. Did Carter. you hear what uh, Kobe said about? Carter before uh, the game, what did he say? <laughs> when Foxy asked him, uh, "What's it like having Carter back?" He goes, "Feels like we just traded for him." Oh at yeah, the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly what happened. But, but it's like that's the truth. And seven goals and for free, no coupon necessary. <laughs> Dowdy had a sneaky good night, notching three assists. I think he has like forty-eight assists on the season or something like that. I, our, our stack guy should have written that down, but he didn't. It's well, better than why wasn't. didn't he? Because uh, he sucks. <laughs> Quick even got in on the fun, getting an assist on Carter's game winner. It's uh, Quick's third assist of the season. Yeah, he didn't get any more penalty minutes, though. So nah, that's true. It's not looking good. You're effed. A little bit of bad news. Trevor Lewis did leave the game in the first period with an upper body injury and did assists, not return. By the way. 45? 45 assists for Dowdy. It was close. Uh, and scary moment when Forbert almost got decapitated by a rogue skate. Dude. Did you, Did see, you his, see his ear tonight? Oh, in the yeah. post game? Oh, I took a picture of it. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and Eric, uh, King's Gifts guy, he he posted a picture of it, too. Ooh. Holy crap, it's gnarly. It's bad. It's like... It, it looks like it's like hanging. It, it's Ugh. it's only attached by stitches. Kings and skates this year. Not good. Yeah. That, that was... Uh, uh, Eric also got a good gif of him actually getting hit in the head with the skate. I don't know if you guys Dude, saw it. I, yeah. I, I saw it, yeah. Oh, so gnarly. That guy does great work. Yeah, he does. That's He's very quick with it, too. Mm-hmm. 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 No, but, but like, serious props to Forbert for coming back into that game after that. Like, a lot of people, I think, would have left the game and just been Yeah, done. that's like, called that basketball. Guy. Yeah, that's true. Baseball, oh, they would have been out no. for the rest of the season. Oh, easy. If, for the next three weeks or three years, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. Hockey, you get hit in the face with a puck. Cool. So but like, even when's like, my next shift? Am I on next? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, even talking about that, we, we talked about Tom Wilson last week who got hit in the face with a puck and then got all pissy when someone or when uh, Clifford tried to get in a fight with him and Forward was mixing it up the next period. Yeah, Wilson's mm-hmm. a bitch. That's, I, I didn't think so, but now I, I kind of do. I was talking about Dennis. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I quit. Uh, can you wait till you edit this yeah. one and then quit? <laughs> can you edit this show? So breaking news, we're looking for a new editor. <laughs> the pay's shit, though. Our DW1000 <laughs> is broke down. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get on to this Jets game, which was very lackluster. Called it, though. I called it. Yeah. OT loss. What you know, we got the point out of it. Yeah. I think that's See? okay. I was being nice by saying OT because yep. I wanted a point, which we needed to. Did you call loss to the Devils, by the way? What's that? Did you call the loss to the Devils? No. I did. He said points in all games. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I, I just, called the loss to the Devils. I just remember. But I called the win against Winnipeg. I mean, it's, there's a win in the name. Not for Yeah, us, and though. that's what they did. Anyways, thoughts on this game? Uh, Campbell lack, lackluster was a good word for it. Okay, tired. I mean, when you they were tired and the Jets gave it to them, man. Like they, they were just they were. You can just tell they were they were I mean, fatigued pa- and the Jets came hard and passes weren't directed to players like King, other Kings players. Yeah. They, were, they were just kind of being flopped out and Winnipeg was taking advantage of it. So they they maintained control of the puck for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Campbell looked great. Yeah, Campbell yeah, hell of a lot better game. this game than the last He's, game. I, I mean, thirty-eight shots and he saved thirty-six of them. Like he couldn't have done anything better against a high-powered team that was so on it. So you're talking about does it make a difference? If you have quick and it really doesn't make a difference in this game. Patrick no. Laine getting hurt saved the team. Could be. You don't know. Well, but. look how many how many power plays did they have? All of them. 
<laughs> no, we we had what eight they had, penalty they minutes, had four. right? So four, they had four, and I think they were all in the second period. Four. So you have Patrick Laine out there on a power play. He's probably going to get two two goals at least on a power play, especially against somebody like Campbell. I mean, when did he go out? Was the first period he went out? Uh, I think it was early second period. I think it was like yeah, the start of the second. He blocked that shot and he was out. Ugh. That hurt. Yeah, he took a yeah. puck to the shin. That didn't feel, look like very good. <laughs> no. But I mean, if he doesn't get hurt in the second, I I really think we lose this game, and we don't uh, we don't go into don't OT go and get a point. Get point. Yeah, I really don't. So should we thank Muzzin or whoever it was for that uh, power shot to the leg? We can. Okay. Perfect. We can. I mean, like as a hockey fan, it sucks to see a great player like that get hurt. Because, like, anytime the Jets oh, come into sure. town, it's like, anytime somebody... No matter how disgusting his beard is. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's exciting to see a player like that. Like, when the Maple Leafs come to town, you're excited to see Austin Matthews because yeah. the guy is just unreal. And yeah. it's, like, super cool to see it live because you're like, wow, he's not a robot. He actually does... Is a person. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he actually can dangle around an entire team. It's crazy. So, like, to see Patrick Laine get hurt, it kind of, it, it sucks for, as a hockey fan, that sucks, but... You know, that's that's the name of the game. At the end of the day, we're trying to get points. And exactly. if it helps us get points, you know what? And and, and I mean... And it wasn't a dirty thing. He, I mean, he just no. bought the shot. He was, so. he was doing his job. Yeah. Which I sucks. Mean, you're doing your job and now you're hockey, out. But, so, you, I mean, you can't feel bad as a Kings fan. Yeah, but I mean, it, it did help the team. Hopefully he's not out for any length of time, so... Unless we play them in the first round of playoffs. Yeah, then, yeah. The season, <laughs> then he but. can stay out. Maybe yeah. a month out. It should be four to six weeks. Rest <laughs> up, Patrick. Rest Lower up and come body. back next year, okay? <laughs> Lower body injury. <laughs> yeah. Now, they still have plenty of firepower on that team. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bufflin alone, and his Bufflin, shot is Shifley, terrifying. Yeah. They, 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 they got Wheeler. Wheeler, yeah. They got people that can score. I think they win so. on, the, on their home ice so much because of Bufflin's tears. Like, I think it does something to the ice that really keeps it, like, strong for them. And, and no one else knows how to play on salty tears. That's true. Well, and <laughs> even on that, he was crying tonight, too. I, I think it was the first period when they took— a, You say when, it like you're surprised. I know, but, like, it was a clear penalty. I forget. He grabs somebody in the face, and he's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't a penalty. It's like, you can't grab a dude in the face. Yeah, no, you can't. What if he uses no tears Johnson Johnson to sh- shampoo his head? <laughs> He clearly doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he even cries when he uses Johnson Johnson's no tears. <laughs> Moving on. So question for you guys, because I was thinking about this road trip, and I'm no genius of the map of the world. So do you, you think- You don't need the world. You just need North America. Yeah. Well, whatever. We, we can hone it down to one <laughs> continent for you. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. So do you think this this road trip makes sense on the route that they're going? Because they went from, first one was what, Minnesota? Yeah. And then up to Winnipeg. Up to Winnipeg, yeah. Then back down to Colorado just to go back up to Edmonton. I, You know what? Sometimes they just have to fit games in where they fit them in. And and I I, I can't imagine having to put a, an NHL schedule together for 31 teams and trying to figure out how everybody's going to play each other. I mean, I know it's not like smart the way they do it, but no. I mean, you the gotta... last road trip was even worse. I think they did it and they clocked it at like sixty-five. Uh, miles. It was it yeah, was the longest it was the longest trip any NHL team has to take this year. Yeah, ours was the longest road trip. Here, here's the thing: it's just being a West Coast team. Just just the topography of the United States and where the teams are. Every West Coast team gets fucked. But you would think, like, hey, if they're in Winnipeg, maybe they should go to Edmonton, right? Or is that like what's the? That's the, what I'm saying. The, I don't know the, what the airplanes. distance between Winnipeg and yeah. Colorado and Winnipeg to Edmonton like. It's much closer Winnipeg to to Edmonton, but when you with planes and everything, it's it's not all that bad. And plus, they charter flights. Yeah, the so. fact they. I mean, you go back in the days when they didn't when they had to get on a commercial flight and and have yeah. to deal with like the airports and such like that. Like that makes it a much different story. Yeah, but, but there was nowadays, also less teams and less games back then too, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm it just looking at that the, big of a deal. I, think I mean, be, it was still a, big a pain deal, in the but... ass, but I mean, now you're charting a flight. You could just jump on a plane and go to sleep um, because you have the full row. But I'm just saying, like, in the aspect of being tired, you don't think like all that travel and all that. Like, yes, it is a charter flight. You can sleep. 
But you don't No, just because I mean it it's a lot more cushiony on five million dollars than it is on like our salary. So that's true. I mean, you, you kind of have a little more to play with it. I mean, look, the, the fact of the matter is it, it sucks. Like you, your point, it sucks, but every team has to do it at some point. Yeah, we have to do it more being a West Coast team because we're not as densely populated as the East Coast. But I, 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 I mean, when they have to come out here, it's a big pain in the ass for them as well. So sure. Speaking uh, of pain in the ass, should we talk about goal interference again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like we're a broken record. But it comes. But up. yeah, it's the the GMs are all right now in Florida. They're all meeting and they're discussing some rules that they feel need to be changed or fixed. Um, one of them being goaltender interference. Yesterday was the first day, and they talked for three hours, according to the NHL Network. Oh, goalie interference needs to be the keynote of this entire conference. Yeah, because it is so jacked up. And two, uh, EJ Raddick and Dan Rosen and uh, uh, Friedman were all talking, and they were saying things like, you know, maybe they should get some retired officials to go inside the situation room. Love that. And kind of have it be like two or three guys who rotate in. And Well, who's in there now? That See, that's what I, I don't know. Larry, Moe, and Curly. Shouldn't it be <laughs> officials in there now? Well, it, uh, and and I don't know either. I Yeah, it, I really don't know. it. When they were talking, it made it seem like there was like 10 different people in there. And I, I just, that's a lot of people giving a lot of their opinions. The NHL's got to probably vet with- these people. Um, to where you know they they have a they have a position to be in there, but there's nothing that replaces spending twenty five thirty years on the ice officiating yeah. and and having to make some of these calls. Granted, those retired guys haven't had to deal with this type of rule, so that is also going to be new to them. But mm-hmm. they but they also get get the thought process, and you know it pisses me off that that's even a conversation right now. That like oh well maybe they should have officials in there or retired officials in there. Like, no shit, they should have retired. Retired officials in there you should have them there the whole time. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's it's very weird. It'll be interesting to see what happens because they also brought up the fact of offsides changing, where instead of a skate having to physically be on the ice before crossing the plane, they feel like if your foot is off the ice but you are still good, you haven't crossed the plane, then. It should still be an onside play, and see, I, I agree with that because I one hundred percent agree with that. Every time, and everybody that's talked about this has said the same thing. Um, Jesse's even taken it so far, and Jesse, I'm sorry, using you for an example, but I, I think you're right that, and and we just saw it with Anze Kopitar coming out of the zone, grabbing a puck, going out of the zone. And then turning around, and coming back in, that clearly does not have an advantage for the team. No, but. Yet it's still going to be offsides, but the the my problem with this this whole skate on or off the ice is that you can't give me a clean enough picture anytime we've seen no. it this year of where you know it is a hundred percent on or off the ice. Yet you're still going to try and make a decision on that uh, when when we're looking at a grainy photo like it's Bigfoot. So I don't <laughs> think it's fair to to make decisions off that if you can't distinctly tell that it is or, or isn't, then you just let it yeah, go. The plane is so much easier to call live. It's so much easier to call on a, a on a challenge. It's just it makes so much sense. It's going to cut a ton of like crap time out of the game. Well, think about when they're trying to find out a minute difference like that how much more time they spend on that. And and this is the whole reason why people have problems because you lose momentum in a game. Yeah. And and that's what we're trying to eliminate. We're trying to keep the game going. So well, plus yes. how much of a killer is it that like you go in, you score a goal, then it gets challenged for offsides and oh yeah, the the tip of your skate was off the ice. Yeah, was, but even though you were still behind the line, you were off the ice and now that goal gets called back. Like how much yeah. of a demoralizer is after, that? After after four or five minutes of trying to figure out about a <laughs> yeah. skate on the ice, or yeah. how ridiculous. about you go down and play? Say you scored a goal, the play goes down. They waved it off, saying no goal because they thought it hit the post, and then the other team scores. But then it goes to the whole review, and it goes through all of that crap, and then you have to add time on. Like it's just all yeah. of it's a joke. It's just, it is. they just need to make it easy. Make it simple. Just if it's off and you're behind the line, cool. 
Good Done. goal. Done. Yeah. One hundred percent, totally agree. And I think everybody's on that page, so I think we are going to see some change in the language that determines that whole line separation. I thought also, I was talking to, to Michael, and I thought, you know, why don't we just bring back some of the Fox technology, the glowing puck, and maybe just <laughs> put sensors on the ice where we can see the skate no. if it's touching or not. Just no. LEDs under the little <laughs> ice, and we can just watch the <laughs> skate. <laughs> my bu- one of my buddies. Uh, He's from Toronto, and he goes, yeah, remember when they had that stupid little flame at the end of the puck? He goes, that was so Americans could keep up with watching hockey. (laughs) (laughs) So terrible. And I said, well played, sir. Probably not wrong. It was for Ducks fans. (laughs) (laughs) So when do they, like... They like vote on this shit already, or they're going to? I I think all they do is just... They're just talking about it, and then it's like a... We'll consider it for next season type of thing. I think, I think their decisions get passed up to the NHL, and the NHL makes uh, determinations off that. I mean, quite honestly, you want to make teams happy, right? So if all the GMs agree that something needs change, then something needs change. Yeah. Well, hopefully they all agree. Yeah, all so. 31 of them, soon well, to be 32. Like, it sounds like they are on, on some, of the, some of the offside stuff, but the goalie interference, they're really downplaying it. Um, and and it's, it's a little frustrating from a fan standpoint that they're saying this whole 1%, 2% are, are wrong. Some of these calls are just, you know, they're obvious, but it, it's really only 1% of I'd the say it's more 150 that. calls that have been um, made this season. And Which is BS because we can count more than, because say you're saying 150 calls and 1% of those are wrong. That's 1.5 that's wrong, right? More than that have been called wrong in Kings games alone. Well, and it's, and it's like you saying, I run 1% of the red lights I go through. Like, you're just arbitrarily pulling a number out of your head, but you're not yeah. statistically breaking them down. And if you did that over the 157 calls that have been made this year, then you would see that, no, it's significant. In, in fact, 50 of those 150 calls have been overturned, right? So a third of the calls are being overturned by the Situation Room, which means they're making a direct impact in games. And we've seen it as fans of the Kings that it's making a direct impact in the games that we watch. So I can't imagine with 30 other teams in the league what kind of impact that's making. Also, I think, I don't know if I heard them right. Maybe I just was like, I caught the the end of what they were saying, but they said that the officials on the ice make the final call. What? No. Once it comes from Toronto, that's the final call. I thought Toronto had the final say. That's what I thought too. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I heard it right, but that's what I heard is they said... The officials on the ice, they're the ones that make the final call. Maybe that's what they're proposing? Now, from my from my understanding, it's like the NFL, that they have to be able to overturn the call on the ice, right? So the call is on made on the ice, and that's the official call. If they're going to make any determination, they have to have overwhelming evidence to show that it's not the call on the ice. And, I, that, and that's the challenge. I feel like there should be a rule for the officials that any time... A play is that close to the goalie where a goalie a goalie ends up getting you know hit or something like that, and the puck goes in. I feel like the referee should just blow their whistles and put their hands up and not make any kind of a call. That way, there's no well, we don't know type of thing, or well, yeah, let's just go with what you said. That way, they really have to look at it and you know understand the rule because. Anybody can just point and be like, yeah, it's a goal. And then, okay, yeah, screw it. Let's review it. Well, I mean, no, you you as an official, like you're on the ice, you know that you have the call. Yeah. Right? And then you can confer with the other officials on the ice, mm-hmm. which is the second chance to get it right. Yeah. Right? Then you have the referee in the arena, not stadium, that has a chance Easy to- dick, James. <laughs> <laughs> that has a chance to also weigh in on it. And then it can go to Toronto. So you have four chances to get this call right. And at this point, we're not getting this stupid call right because the rule has so many addendums to it that I feel that you could take it. You could honestly take several calls we've had this year uh, for the Kings and and twist it either way, depending on what rule you use or what addendum you use. And what was cool, too, is like the footage they were showing on TV, they were showing GMs certain plays that were goaltender interference or yeah but i only well, think they showed him a dozen of them or 10 of them yeah i mean you like some of it's them still I, more than one percent 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I mean, and and I, I don't know if it was Jasmine or or who it was, but they said that they were, there was one that was clearly like we all had a problem with. So I mean, that alone is ten percent right there. If you're taking one out of ten, I think the only way you're going to solve this is you have the same people in that room making making it consistent. Yeah, I don't care how you do it. You just have to have consistency. Yeah, and that's I, all anybody's asking for. If it's a, if it's a shitty call, just make it a shitty call for thirty one teams, right? And as like that's an, it, and everybody gets it. Uh, get has to take it equally. Like when I ref, they tell us at our camps, like, hey, if you're gonna make a shitty call, then that one shitty call you made. You got to be consistent with it the rest of the game. Yep. So be if you call them, that's really, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And it's true because they and they tell us too. They say, as an official, you are not to be seen during the game. You're not to be seen. Meaning, don't go out there thinking it's about you and start freaking getting whistle happy and blowing it for freaking. Unless you're Wes everything. McCauley, like that guy could do whatever the f he wants. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that dude. He should be in the situation room. We gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> He's a Jordan of refereeing. And I love it. He really is. Mean, I love it. Mean- not at all. No, that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> no. He is super animated and he is like enthusiastic about his calls. The best is those memes with like the, the squirrel or a chipmunk or whatever that like like looks up real quick and like turns around and it's like dun dun dun. <laughs> For all his calls. I think there's like um, a YouTube where it's like 10 minutes of Wes McCauley's I've watched call. Them, yeah. Oh, my God. They're the I best. Love, I love two minutes each for fighting. Yeah. <laughs> the, that would be five. Yeah, five minutes. Five. five. Whatever. Two minutes for rough. You get no, two minutes for roughing. Yeah, when he put his fists five on. Five minutes. Like, yeah. For fighting. <laughs> I like when the rest leave their mics open and they're like, get in the fucking box. And everybody's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Like, so, someone this season was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into like, LA, 18, two minutes for a hook. You're like, wow, you were just like an asshole two seconds ago. And then you just said that so politely. Who's 18? I'm just, I've given an example. Yeah. Okay. Two minutes number. for fighting. Okay. <laughs> what? We edited that out. I didn't know what to talk about. <laughs> I was just talking about. <laughs> I can potato right now. <laughs> it's a long drive home from the studio. You should probably get an Uber. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I honestly think we're at more scotches than f bombs. <laughs> oh, right we now. for sure are. agreed. <laughs> okay, so moving on to a favorite of our fans, Mrs. Zach's General Notables. Woo! Hey, just a couple things this week. Nothing too crazy. Carter received a second star honors from NHL.com with his two goals against the Wild. Woohoo! He actually, like a king, like made it on their stats with like a king's doing good things. Wow. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's really odd. You know what? It, it is well worth it because he has come out on fire and I'm glad they recognize him. Yeah. His I hands agree. are no longer bricks. Yep. Uh, before the game tonight, Kopitar cracked the top 10 in assists at 52 and is eighth in the league in points at 81. Wow. He's on fire. Cubby watch. Um, Kings set just behind Colorado, which what happened to the Sharks, in PK percentage at 84.2%. And I think yeah, tonight- the Sharks is they put Burns on forward. Oh, well, it's <laughs> not only for like so one two games. Burns is not, no. Burns, no. no. <laughs> did they still, really move him up to a forward? They yeah, did for, for like, like a, two, No, it was games. like two or yeah. three games. Yes, yeah, a few oh, games. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Their forwards were kind of depleted. I guess they got nothing in uh, the AHL, so they moved Burns back up to forward. <laughs> the Barracuda are not let's, doing well for him. Let, no. Let's take one of our best defensemen, one of the best defensemen in the league, and make him a forward again. He is the leading uh, NHL shot uh, shot on goal. Uh, yeah. Well, players. So. I thought I thought Burns. I, guess, I don't know where I wanted <laughs> guy. He's a, he's the leader in shots on goal. For, I thought for the I thought league, Burns so. was playing forward for a while. He's he's at like three hundred goals. He was shots yeah when he goal. was in uh, Minnesota. He started as a forward. They moved and then defense. they moved right because yeah. I know it was like the same thing with Bufflin when he was with Chicago. His he was a forward. Shots a bullet. Dude. And then he yeah. went to Atlanta, now Winnipeg. And when you have a, a shot like he's got, yeah. you're going to get moved to defense. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that shot can hurt from the blue line, no problem. So yeah. So speaking of Burns, and your bet, James Dennis with yeah. Carlson, yeah. Um, 
tough news today. Yeah. Tough Real news tough. today. Thoughts and prayers with the Carlson family. Um, unfortunately, Carlson's wife lost their unborn child. Um, and we were kind of talking about this today, like in our like group text. I was like, you know, we're all dads now. And like a couple of years ago, a few years ago, like maybe some of us were dads. And it, this this hits harder, even though he's not a king, um, than it would have uh, a few years ago. And I think I'm proposing that when once the bet is over, if Eric Carlson or his family has some sort of um, charity not necessarily associated with this. I propose that James donates the winnings to whatever. If, I'll agree to that. If he has, you know, yeah, like a, you know, Eric Carlson foundation or something like that, you know, like a lot He's of professional players. Do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I propose that you donate the winnings to that. And I, I think that's a great what? idea. I agree. And that's a great idea, Jordan. Uh, the, you're right. The, in, you guys are within a year of having kids. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, this isn't, this isn't a King's thing. This isn't anything else. Carlson was very open about like their gender reveal. He did. He, they had a puck made for their gender reveal. Um, he, he put it on social media. Like he was very open about, you know, like letting fans and letting people into their lives. And, yeah. and for this to happen, it just kind of, I think it just sends a shockwave through the NHL. So um, I agree that I, I, I think, I mean, Burns is leading in every, in every segment uh, of uh, a <laughs> fantasy. So it, it looks like Burns is going to win um, over Carlson this season. And we should as a, and I'll do it in the name of King's realm um, podcast and guys in shorts uh, that we will donate that money to um, whatever, whatever Carlson puts his efforts into or his family. Perfect. Good on you. I like it. What, what sucks too, is that this just happened to Jordan stall as well. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I mean, as dads, it's terrifying. You know, when you find out that your wife is pregnant, it's like every waking moment that, you know, you're not with them. You're like, God, like, I hope nothing happens. Well, you know, you know, the crazy thing is I never thought, I mean, we're just kind of in a world now with modern medicine and everything else. Mm -hmm. I never thought when I'm away or anything else that something could happen just for our first kid, Wesley, uh, he... She worked up until like Wednesday and he was born on, she worked past her due date Jeez! in the office. And finally her boss was like, you need to get the hell out of here. Like you're, you're <laughs> going to pop any minute and we don't want it happening here. I mean, I think it they were trying, sounds messy. they were trying to save money on carpet cleaning, but <laughs> nonetheless, like she had to work from home for a week before we had Wesley. So, um, you just don't think about those kind of things happening to you. And for it to happen to somebody so public in our world, in the NHL, yeah. um, it, it, it's really tough. I, it hits me like I've been thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just, I, as a dad, you just, you should hug your kids and, and just say, thank God that everything worked out. It's just a exactly. reminder that these guys are athletes, but they're, they're people too. And yeah, these things, yeah. these things that, you know, we feel like are only our everyday problems that we have to go through. It's like, it's a reality check of no, like, yeah, they make a lot of money, but they still have the same issues, the same problems. And they go through the same pains we all go through. And something like this, like, it's just like, it's, I mean, it, it kills me. Cause it's so sad. Like you said, when he posted that on social media, like, the excitement, I mean, the joy, he was jumping up and down. Oh, yeah, and I went it's back just and like, watched his interview, and it was, I watched it several times. Why would you do that today. to yourself? Because I'm, dude, I watch cry <laughs> porn a ton. Like, I just put myself through that. Like, but, you know, I do it for a reason. Like, you need to think about that as a dad, that sure. that this every moment is precious. And, and every moment that we have with each other is precious. So, like, for him, like, all he saw was his the birth of his son in April, you know, and and that's not going to happen. And, and we're months away, we're a month away from it. Yeah. Yep. So you know you, when you weeks. think about it, like we're weeks away from it. Okay, think about it. Like I put myself through it to 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 feel that pain with him, but he's living that. Like it's 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 minutely uh, close to what yeah. he yeah to what he's going through so for sure. I I think it's our I think it's our responsibility as as dads to remind ourselves that that you have to but I don't I don't want to take this in a dark place we are going to donate that money to 
whatever Eric Carlson puts his focus into or whatever that becomes now, now of the situation. And, um, and, and we're, we're supporting, you know, their, their team and, and, um, whatever they're doing for him. All right, on a lighter note, and you guys are going to hate me for, for doing this, but Bark Madness. 30 okay. seconds. We're putting 30 seconds on the clock. Hold on. You are the Wait. only one. That, that's Wait. fair. That's fair. You're the only one that's on board with this, by the way. I love dogs. No, we, we, love, yeah, we all love, love dogs, dogs, but this is not our thing. So we're going to yeah. we're gonna give you, let's see, clock, mm-hmm. stopwatch, or t- actually timer. We're going to go zero, zero, 30 seconds. Go. Surprising new math. All right. Much so we are on to, I, I don't know, they call it the Elite Eight in, in a regular basketball. Oh, you they might go, call bro. it something. But uh, to get here, we, we got a couple upsets. Seconds. Uh, Ace Bailey beat uh, number one Hank Martinez and Gustel out in the first round to Howard Stoll. And um, everybody get your votes in before the 24th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, my vote's going to Ace because he's adorable. Oh, wow. He actually got in under the 30 seconds. Good job. Good job. All right. What's next, boys? (laughs) Who says I can't finish early? (laughs) Uh, Everybody that I know. (laughs) It's a race. (laughs) (laughs) Should we get to the week ahead? Yes. The week ahead. Move on from this Winnipeg game, thank God. We still got a point, though. We did get a point. You're right. That's all. We got to be happy with points. With as bad is- as we played, or as bad as the Kings played in this game, and we still got a point out of it. You mean you weren't playing? No, we weren't playing. As bad as the Kings were playing this game, and they couldn't get out of the zone, to still get a point out of that is, is a little mind blowing. Like seeing that that whiff by Carter and. That that was a rough you one. Know, the thing is, like, I, I honestly wasn't like very upset at the end of that game. No, neither was I. I, 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 I was. Like, kind of like I expected was. it, and then also like the game-winning goal. No, because was, like, that was an amazing shot. Here's my he problem: that totally everybody, everybody at this out. point, we're 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 talking about ten games left in the season. I know, like, and everybody's like, well, the fact that we held on and that we were able to take it overtime and get a point, that's not what Stanley Cup teams do. If you're planning to win the Stanley Cup, which is the end goal. At this point in the season, it's not just getting in the playoffs. You got to win the cup. Otherwise, why get to the playoffs in the first place? Right? Which that hurts. Right? Think about it. Well, I mean, you I just cannot... don't think we're winning the cup this year, but you know, that's me. Well, you already said Nashville's winning it. Yeah, so... it's Nashville's year, so. But if if you're if your whole goal is to win the cup, you can't just stick in games to hang on to get a point. You have to win games. Well, if you're going to get make it to the playoffs, you got to get points. And we got we got a point. You're not so, gonna. I mean, you're I not just, gonna like, shoot I, under 20 shots on the goal way. The way that they were playing, and getting one goal, and to and play call that a win. to play devil's advocate, though, who called it it being the Kings' year in 2012? Why would you play devil advocate when the Devils beat us three nothing? Oh wow, that's shitty. All I'm saying is, is you make it to the playoffs. That is a whole nother season. Yeah, it's a different it's season. Eighth seed, we won the cup once. Cool. We won the cup. That's the end goal is to win the cup. And we right. did it. This is not the team that's doing it. From what we're seeing today. This isn't the regular scene. The regular season team. The the 2000 team wasn't the team that was going to do our 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000 team. 2000 wasn't 12. the team that did it. Yeah, we know. No. <laughs> the, the 2012 team wasn't the team that that was going to do it at this point either. So no, they, they stumbled into the playoffs. They, they barely yeah. made it. This team, this is the LA Kings. This is what they do. They play no, these no, tight no, games, no, no, and no. then it comes down to the last second, and then they win it. They get into the playoffs, and then they take it to a whole nother but this level. Game, this or, game, this Winnipeg or, game, does not allow you to say that because they couldn't even get it out of the freaking zone. But look, look who they're playing. Look at where Winnipeg is. Doesn't in matter. The you have to beat every team. It doesn't matter. But look at where Winnipeg is in the standings. They're the top team. I don't care. To get you a have point. to beat them. To be the best, you got to beat the best. <laughs> Dennis is over it. <laughs> All right. And he's still in the koozie. I'm, I'm cracking beers. <laughs> and I'm stealing this Ontario Rain badass koozie. Hey, I went to the Ontario Rain game to try and, first of all, <laughs> This is the only way you're going to get me to calm the fuck down. But that's three. <laughs> that's three. <laughs> I went to the Ontario Rain he's, game. He's on his I was, fourth glass of whiskey, though. 
but I poured a double shot. Uh, I poured a half a glass of scotch. I mean, that's so then he's on seven. That's a third of a bottle. Anyway, (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) the Ontario rain game. I went there with the sole purpose because I was winning a bid. Because Ontario rain games, I mean, they only do their bids, their auctions in house. They didn't never did online before. It was online this time. I'm like, I'm going there because if you go, and and I figured this out late in the late in the the thing. We bought tickets same day, but they were gonna wear this the whole uniform this the whole game. So you were getting a game worn jersey, super sweaty. And after the game, you get to meet the players and get your jersey, kind of like a fan appreciation thing that you see at Kings games um, for the last game of the season. So. I, I was like, well, shit, at this point. But every jersey went for like $1,500 to, to $2,500, $3,000. For Ontario rain jerseys. They actually beat the King's Care Foundation for St. Patty's Day by over $17,000 in just jerseys. Okay, violent gentlemen. Good work. Yeah, this is the best St. Patty's Day jersey ever made. I've shown people who don't even watch sports this jersey, and they're just like, wow, that is amazing. That is an amazing uniform. The no. whole thing is just so it's, good. It's just clean. Hands Head down. It was, it, was, yeah. it was the way it should be. And, and I, Jordan, I kind of get you now from the, Kings game, from the Kings jerseys they've done for St. Patty's Day for the last couple of years. They've all been the same. Mm-hmm. This jersey was it. This, is, this yeah. was yeah. true nice. Kings so fashion. Good. It was very simple, just a shamrock, a little green, a little black, a lot of black, and it was it was very king stylish, very violent gentleman stylish. No, they did it right. I loved it, and I didn't come home with jersey because I <laughs> went for so much. And I'm I took my kids to the game. And I'm looking at my kids. I'm like, I could buy you guys so many things. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is like jersey. This is, is like college really that important? <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten baseball seasons or hockey seasons for you. For this one jersey. Yeah. I'll pay for sports instead. Good call. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that was my that was my justification for not spending the money. <laughs> but they did an amazing job. It was a great game. They um, won too, didn't they? They won. Luck of the Irish. It was fun. It was a it was a great week for the Ontario Rain. Yeah, but that didn't work for the Kings. Nonetheless, brought back some <laughs> Ontario Rain stuff. It's going in the package for the winner of our fantasy football or for, for fantasy Wow. Our wow. Fantasy we started a fantasy football league. <laughs> wow. Who won? I didn't know this. Well, I'm not winning, so I I'm hoping we can start something else I can win. But our fantasy hockey league, I brought some stuff back from Ontario Rain to put in there as well. Fantastic. And chug, chug, chug. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of fantasy, we'll get there after next week. If we ever get to next week. Not going to happen. Okay. Next week, Thursday, at Colorado, who are... They are fourth in the Central at 39-25-8. They are 25-9-2 at home. I didn't realize they were so good at home. Once they traded Duchesne, man. Duchesne, that was the best trade they have made. Yeah, somebody was talking. Oh, they were talking about that after the Kings game and how much of a locker room like problem he was. So can we put a puck off McKinnon's uh, knee or something? Maybe. (laughs) No, but talk to whoever did it to Lining tonight. (laughs) But do you guys remember how badly we wanted Duchesne last year? Oh yeah, yeah. Before the trade deadline, I think that was it though. I think well, he's not doing all that great in Ottawa, but nobody is. No, they're not making. The postseason, so it doesn't matter. Maybe Nick Shore is doing great because he's still got a job. I think he's in the AHL. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the Avalanche are six one and three in their last ten, and with a plus twenty two goal differential. This is actually the scariest game of the week for me. For you or the Kings? Uh, both. (laughs) For yeah, both. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and speak on behalf of the Kings. Uh, Saturday, we've got EDM. Oh, I already used that joke. Sorry. <laughs> Not it's funny. Going, it's still funny. It's still I, funny. I think it still plays. Yeah, bum, it still bum, plays. Bum, bum. Uh, sixth in the Pacific, 31, 36, and 5. 16, 17, and 3 at home. That's pretty bad. Uh, 4, 5, and 1 in their last 10 with a negative 30 goal difference. Ouch. Uh, good news <laughs> is I don't believe that it's uh, a 1 p.m. game. In Los Angeles. So we should be good? And they will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> the petition worked her. <laughs> Already. Uh, shit's moving quick. It's faster than the government. Uh, Monday, we've got Calgary at Calgary. 
Fifth in the Pacific, 35, 29, and 10. 15, 17, and 4 at home. 3, 6, and 1 in their last 10 with a negative 18 goal differential. So, what are we calling? 2 and 1. <laughs> are you saying 2 1 just because goal differential? Well, what was that guys i'm up i'm up right at this point you should count that as a win <laughs> uh so are you saying that be just because the goal differential <laughs> you got it there james i'm ron burgundy <laughs> i'm james whitlock uh no, I'm saying that because I think Colorado is really hot right now. Um, McKinnon is really hot, uh, play play wise and looks wise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no homo. And uh, <laughs> the Oilers and and the Flames are very are very beatable right now. Oh, that was so okay. Funny. <laughs> so you're saying two and one, Dennis? Yeah, two and one. Uh, I'm gonna go two and one. Okay. With a win against Colorado, yeah. a loss against Edmonton, and a win Ooh. against Calgary, because we're going to continue this every other game bullshit we're doing. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Going with stats. Here Love we go. It. Hey, <laughs> history is the best indicator of the future. All we do. You're using logic. I love it. <laughs> Who would have thought? Michael. Not on this show. <laughs> I am saying two and one. Um, I'm going to say the loss is against uh, Calgary. You pull some bullshit out every week, and I hate it. <laughs> and and you're right every right. week. This is crazy that you're going to say Calgary is going to be our, our one loss, yep. and we're going to take the first two. Actually, when we did our, our like last games of the season, when we did a rapid fire, I called a loss to Calgary, but it doesn't yeah. fit in with my every other game theory we're going with right okay, now. So. So I'm just nice. I'm saying Calgary because we we play like crap in Calgary. Like there was I think it was like a year or two ago, we went so many games in Calgary where we could not beat them. Okay, so I hate to even ask this. We we won last game. Can I ask our stat uh stat manager what's our stats in Calgary? Dude, that's going to take like six years for him to figure that that's, out. Yeah. Might as well get the monkey thrown the, the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. We don't have that. We'll say it again. Our stat guy sucks. But we did win in Calgary last time. So I, I want us to call up McDermott and I want a nice little scrap between him and Kachuk. Is Kachuk still injured? I don't even know. Injury. You're the one that has him on his fantasy team, so why don't you tell us? Yeah, how do you not know? I don't know. Sp- speaking of fantasy, James. We'll get to that. Okay. Oh, yeah, James got to call his uh, his week. <sighs> James is going to go two and one, and he's going to say our loss is Colorado. You're close. You're saying Edmonton? Three and oh! oh! Three and oh on the road. Guys, this is the time to light it up. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen this week. We're on the road. This is where the Kings thrive. I think my ears are bleeding. Good. What? Good. I hope they are. <laughs> okay. I hope you look like Forbert. You're saying this is the what? time, right? This is the time. Absolutely. Are you saying we don't make the playoffs depending on these three games? Are you saying this is what's no, deciding the playoffs? No, the playoffs are going to be decided not just by us, but everybody else in the division. It, it's going to come down to the last two, three games in the season. So 81, 82, that, that's where I think the Pacific Division is going to be decided, or actually the Western Conference is going to be decided because there's so many players that are still involved. If you look at the Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, there's a lot more players involved in the Western Conference well, for the, the wild card. The wild card just opened up for the Western Conference because uh... – Dallas just lost. Dallas today. just lost. They lost today, but uh, Bishop just lost Bishop. Yeah, they lost Bishop oh, for the really? rest of the season. Ooh. Oh, he's wow. done. So yeah, I the, mean he's been done all season. That wild we, card spot just opened up. Lennon is is bad too. He's he's just not good. So I I and and here here's my point. Uh, just because you lose a key player in a game. Or in in a, in a push for the playoffs doesn't mean that that's the end of your season. It doesn't. We've but seen players step up. We've seen especially goalies. We've seen Budai. goalies step up. No, we've seen the Kings step Get up for Budai. <laughs> that that's a statistical fact. 
But everyone else, like Buda hasn't seen, played a game since December. I mean, Pittsburgh Ooh. has Pittsburgh's a key fact, like Matt Murray coming in and 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 really saving the playoffs for the Pittsburgh Penguins and stealing Flurry's job. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but you're, I don't you're think Flurry cares because he's sitting in first. Well, Flurry's coming apparently, back. Next year apparently, apparently he anyway. uh, got removed from the game tonight, though. Uh, like packed up and like taken to the hospital, like removed from the game. So he's going back to Pittsburgh next year. Don't fool yourself. Really? Yeah. No, uh, my cousin's at the game right now. He sent us a text while we're recording. Like he said, that possible broken jaw. Who knows? I don't think he knows that. But oh, wow. uh, apparently, nice. yeah. Like so, I looked it up real quick. He got uh, taken out. Like all of his shit is like out of the stadium because they like took him to the hospital. So yeah, so oh, that wow. could be bad for them. And then Bishop's out. But that's like I think the key thing though. Bishop I being think, out. I think Lettinen, as Jordan says all the time, Lettinen is shitty. Like the past few years. Yeah. You know so, what? People step up when they're called upon. and He and has in the past few years. He hasn't, but it doesn't mean he can't. This is so their, let's their wait defense hasn't been good the last let's few wait years. See. This let's is, wait and this see. This is scotch talking right now, James. No, no, <laughs> it's not because we actually made Budai get a, a contract in the NHL. Yeah, but that was because our defense was like saved his ass. Exactly. Right. Dallas, Dallas doesn't, doesn't have, have defense that. to save his ass. So a team can step in. <laughs> Jordan's going for a scotch. That was riding, they were riding on Bishop. This is actually whiskey, James. It actually is. It's from Japan. You're right. My bad. Um, but teams step up, players step up. I don't put it past any professional athlete to be able to step up. Look at Jack Campbell tonight. People didn't expect what, okay. him to win games. Jack okay, Campbell but, was a second round pick, though. So would you would you expect Jack Campbell to win us the Stanley Cup? No. Okay. Point taken. Anyway, players can <laughs> people step up, right? You step up to the challenge when you have to for your family, right? Mm, okay, you? this is the Scotch talking. <laughs> we're done with this. <laughs> hey, hey, James. You? With this. I mean, honestly. Hey, James. Why don't you step up and uh, update us on fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Herb Brooks Brino. over here. Great Brino. moments are born from great opportunities. I don't take it away from any man to step up to his opportunity to make a make a name for himself. Listen, we don't speak Spanish, so whatever if you, you just hadn't said, had like seven whiskeys, apparently not scotches. Seven. <laughs> you don't even know what numbers now. You don't even know what you've drank tonight. You're the tonight. one that said they were all doubles. <laughs> yeah. I poured half a glass. I did a third, okay. which is how many calls I get the right for Golden The only reason you guys want me to get into this is Jordan broke the, into the top three. I've been in the top three, but okay. No, you broke <laughs> into it this week. Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, son. <laughs> where, so, where am I? <laughs> we have El Dunarino leading the league in 276. He's not going to get caught. I'm going to call it now. He has locked in first place. Sean. Big Sean with uh, 276 points at time of recording. I'm playing this week, so it's a 9-0 for him. He's getting no more than 276. You are <laughs> shut down. Next is... That still gives me a shot. Foxy. <laughs> here's, the, here's the interesting thing about the whole league is that Foxy and Fausty, Mr. Travis off the post, is at 247 and... Jordan is at 246, one point behind, and he is playing Dennis this week. I don't know who Foxy and Fousey is playing, Travis, but uh, good luck to you because Jordan is gunning to take you out. This is the final week of the season. Especially after I smoked you uh, last week. Travis Jordan Woo! Jordan did agree to pay my fifty dollars to James for losing the bet. So that's did he time. really? What? Yeah, in that personal text he sent. It's totally what he said. Prove it. <laughs> prove <laughs> it. Screenshot it, set it in, we'll hold him to it. But uh, Okay, so let me load up Photoshop and I'll do it. As a notable uh, Clifford squad in fourth place, James uh, is going to lock in fourth place. Pretty good for the show. What's the point difference? 246 to 225. Moving on. Re remind me Moving how on. I just got in, in a third place. Oh, yeah, I've been there for weeks. Oh, Thanks, man, James. I'm doing hey, solid. Hey, 12? James, James, so, James, James, look at me. Suck it, James. <laughs> he only says that because that's the name of the team, and I'm going to allow it. Moving on. Dennis was actually throwing up a bitch about holding off on throwing this week's uh, – stats because he wanted to hold on to 10th place yeah i can't let brandon pass me and now that michael's part oh, of the Michael. show 
And he's actually trying? <laughs> no, I really am not. So not only is part of the show. Except for last ask, week, you tried, you asshole. Yeah, he blew the shit out of Dennis. <laughs> well, that's because I, I didn't. Whoa. I, well, was that in Phil fantasy Kessel's, or was that in real life? <laughs> Both. He I realized just, Phil Kessel's been sitting on his bench all season and he decided to play him. Yeah, so we're, we're, on the bench right now, I have Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He had an assist tonight. Kessel on the bench had an assist. We're sitting in the studio and Dennis is telling Michael, well, he's playing him that week on how he can better his team. I did not. Shame on you. All I'm I, saying is I don't pay attention because my right wing slot is actually empty right now. That just shows you I haven't checked All I it. said was the fact that I should have been playing Gabrick because he had an assist and a goal that night. And Michael's like, hmm, I should probably look at my team. Hey, why do we have Kessel on the bench? No, no. Let you put said Kessel's been on the bench the entire season. No, I did season. not. No. Hey, guess who's coming off the bench tomorrow? Bill Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> he put him on. He took him off the bench and put him in, and it apparently yeah. worked. Oh, I look. didn't even know that Kessel was on his team until he was like, "Oh, he's on the bench." Me so, neither. I didn't know he was on my team either. <laughs> Michael, I didn't look. Michael is at now. Mind you, Sean is at two hundred seventy-six points. Yeah. Michael, our referee of the show. Is at 182 points. That's because I thought it was a fantasy for making calls, not for player so scoring. You're goals. telling me there's a I chance. thought it was golf, <laughs> like the lowest score wins. <laughs> so Michael is at 12th place. We have Jared Perry eats dog food. Honorable mention at 13th place with 182 points, tied with Michael and oh. <laughs> 14th place. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Friend of the show, Caitlin, who I think has given up on week three, <laughs> has managed to accumulate 165 points. I think she gave up as soon as she realized that she uh, lost the naming rights uh, using Clifford. Yeah, I wasn't giving that up either. <laughs> so um, she gave up Muzzin, though. I think we'll have to have her call in next week. Good move. I think we'll have Jordan to call her in next week. And uh, and talk about her losing season. That'll be fun. Okay. Uh, P.S. Uh, Perry eats dog food wins for best name. I'm <laughs> I'm calling it now. Wait, what's my name? Auto draft. Michael Timoney. Oh, auto draft. Yeah, because that no, was. I still I still think uh, your your original name was better. Dowdy Sanchez. That was Brown me. Clifford Brown Cow or Brown Clifford oh. Brown Dowd is honorable uh, uh, mention as yeah, well. Yeah, but Dowd is no longer on the team, so. It's still a good name. And he scored on us. Come on. Why is it every time we trade somebody they score on us like the very first game against us? Well, did McNabb do it? I know he like went out and crushed people, but Well, I mean, McNabb never scored for us either though. That's true. So Sean, <laughs> get ready for your package. Uh your winning package. <laughs> Whoa! From He said your package, not my package. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's getting graphic. For his own package, really? Oh. You're going to make that sexual? Anyway, get ready for a winning package. I'm not from... the one that's... Whoa. <laughs> get ready for some prizes. Yeah, we some will have... swag. <laughs> we have some swag for you. We have... Some swag. We have been building up a package for the winner of this throughout Stop the season. Stop using the word package. We've been erecting a package. <laughs> Why does package have to be a bad thing? Ask, it's his dick in a box. <laughs> ask the children at the table. You you tell U, me. UPS has been public for how many years? What can Brown do for Thank you? Thank you. He can score a lot of goals Thank and you. in clutch time. 52, apparent, according to your brother. Not, yeah. No, I was going <laughs> to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not 52 this season. He's not even halfway there. <laughs> so that is it for... Um, our fantasy league. We'll look to do it next year. We would like to have you in there. We'll start multiple leagues if if this is something you guys want to get into. Can we not have 14 teams again? No, we'll have 12 teams and we'll start multiple leagues. So um, one of us will be in every league. We can promise you that. And um, we will announce all the winners and losers. Be I like careful. How, I like how we think big. Of every league. <laughs> Why'd you look at me when you said loser? I'm in 12th. I'm not in last. <laughs> There's going to be one other league. Bracket. One hey. league next year. It's all it's going to happen. Hey, hey, hey. I, hey, listen. I see six, eight leagues, and I see Jesus. six, eight prize packages going That's out next year. That's because you see like more than one of everything That's because right now. you've been drinking six to eight whiskeys. <laughs> 
So you're seeing six to eight of everything. Why yeah. is that a problem? <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> it shouldn't. Be. It's making for a great podcast right now because you are slurring every word. Speaking of podcasts, be sure to check out Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles for all your other Los Angeles sports news. And then uh, if a you're hell of a trans- if transition, you're, there. <laughs> you, you can't teach what I do. And if you're into soccer, which why the fuck would you be? But I don't know. You might you might be into it. There is a Guys in Shorts soccer podcast. I think they're at a Guys in Shorts Soccer Show or something like that. That's guys correct. in Shorts FC. Gu- yeah, there you go. Um, guys in Shorts Diving. Guys, it's a good show. <laughs> you got a you got a a superstar in Eric on the yeah, show. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's uh, he's pretty official uh, as far as the podcasting goes. Apparently, anyway, he's better than all of us. He's made it further. Let's put it that way. He's made it to the big leagues of podcasting. Than all of us. Yeah. So check them out. Um, also, be sure to tell all your friends and any Kings fans you run into to uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Realm Pod. Because that's what we do. Do it. And also, if you see James, hide your phone. <laughs> I will take it. I will follow us. <laughs> that just sounds creepy and not creepy at the same time. I don't know. Be sure to subscribe on Google Play, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. That way you get every episode and right SoundCloud. away. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, too. James is on it, even though he's drunk as hell right now. Why would you say that? <laughs> we don't, don't think, have to say it. It's, it's all a in your words. It's not a secret. Well, I was just saying. <laughs> Gotta get an Uber to get home. <laughs> All right, well, Jordan, you're up for giving him a piggyback ride. Not, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for the big drunk guy, James Woodlock, <laughs> Jordan Heckman, Michael Timoney, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Eh, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Oh my god, it might pass out. (laughs) Or it explode.